Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN, and this is where we hear from the businesses and services that are available in the Buffalo area. If you'd like to be on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. Joined by Dr. Kenneth Maker, who is president of Madai College. And uh, Dr. Maker, how long have you been associated with Madai now? The middle of my fourth year at Madai. And, um, well, well-traveled sounds like oh, an overworn phrase, but you've certainly done the rounds before landing here. Correct. I uh, grew up in the north suburbs of Chicago. Uh, all my schooling is from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, undergrad in accountancy, MBA in finance. Took two years off to actually have a real job in public accounting in Chicago. Went back, got my Ph.D. from Illinois. Spent 25 years in Wisconsin, uh, public and private schools as an accounting professor. Made my way down to central Kansas as their provost, and then landed at Madai as their president in the summer of 2015. And most people from here know that uh, a couple of the prominent SUNY schools uh, are associated with either uh, putting out a bunch of teachers or maybe mm-hmm. lawyers. So what would Madai more be geared toward? What kind of individual? Well, Madai College has a grand total of about 2,200 students all in. Half of those are traditional undergraduates, and the other half are post-traditional students in Buffalo, online, and we have a small office park campus in Rochester as well. While we, at the undergraduate level, while all the degrees are career-facing, they do have a basis in the liberal arts, Uh, But we do have programs in business, psychology, criminal justice, education, a very strong veterinary technology program in the traditional undergraduate level, as well as Homeland Security and others. At the online and post-traditional levels, we offer degree completion programs for students who didn't get that uh, college degree right after high school, Uh, but then also professional programs and MBA, a master's of organizational leadership, graduate programs in education that serve not only the students of Western New York, but a significant number of Canadian students, um, and graduate programs in psychology, marriage and family therapy, um, clinical and mental health counseling, and also a doctoral program in clinical psych. And not that compete is the word I'm really looking for, but kind of uh, those courses of study help position you differently than some of the larger schools? Uh, the, the courses of study wouldn't necessarily position us better um, because UB does have a PsyD program as well. But what makes us different is the flexibility of class schedules, uh, evening classes, weekend classes. And the other thing that makes us unique is the small class size, uh, where at the graduate level, uh, post-traditional level, you're looking at classes of 10 to 15. Um, I always love to tell the story when I was at Illinois, my last year as a graduate student, I was asked to run the Accounting One course which meant that on Tuesday, Thursday morning, I gave a lecture to 1,100 students. And that's what big universities do, you know, for some of their big lectures, you know, 400, 500. Illinois, obviously, pretty extreme at 1,100. But that's a pretty common way of delivering content at larger universities, at 
Madai, we stress, we, we have a tagline that Madai begins with me, which is catchy and clever and plays off the spelling of Madai as well. But the point is that we're in a personal services business. The curriculum is actually in some ways secondary to the relationships that you develop with your faculty, with staff, and with other students. And at a smaller college like Madai, those relationships really happen all the time. And are we talking, uh, again, for those who might not be familiar with Madai, two or four year programs? Uh, we have two year programs, uh, associate's degrees in veterinary technology, business, general studies, a lot of four year programs, mostly four year programs for the traditional undergraduates, and then a significant number of graduate programs. Uh, again, MBA, Masters of Org Leadership, grad programs in education, psychology. And you mentioned earlier in the discussion there is a, an online component. Is that Correct. something that has kind of risen during the time that even you've been there? It, it was there when I started. We're, we're moving it along and trying to figure out how to uh, expand it. One of the things that we know is that students appreciate flexibility. So what we're what we've in the final phases of doing is making sure that if you're in a program, you can take whatever class you need in whatever format at whatever time we offer it. So if you're in a traditional day program, but boy, your schedule is kind of crazy, let's see if we can find an online program that might work better into your schedule and really customize your program your approach to getting your degree so that, again, it is personal services. How do we help you graduate? What would work for you this semester? And to kind of uh, hone in a little bit more on something you've already kind of talked about, the role of schools like Medai mm -hmm. uh, for preparing students for good paying jobs and providing the economy with the workforce it needs. Correct. One of the things that I'll, and that I'll draw a line um, distinguishing is the difference between training and education. And, and training is really important, but at the end of the day, it has a very short shelf life of use to the student. Technology is accelerating, and so whatever you learn, whatever machine you learn, whatever software you learn, you're going to have to learn something new X number of years from now, three years, two years, and so on. And so while we're preparing you for uh, your first career, what's even more important in a lot of ways is preparing you to know how to learn and how to adapt. And that's where the curriculum comes in. Again, of course, there's subject matter. You want to be an accountant, we're going to teach you debits and credits. Education, curriculum development, all those technical things. But beyond that and around that, it's super important for students, and it happens at Madai, to learn how to learn, to learn how to adapt, because the next time they might not be in a formal education setting. It'll be on the job. How do I figure this out? How do I prepare myself? How do I think ahead of the curve and keep myself relevant to whatever employer I want or perhaps I have the, the, the guts to step out on my own and start my own business? We're talking with Dr. Kenneth Maker, who is president of Medine College. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And in line with that, uh, is, is the economy or, or other forces out there, are those kind of the guidelines or set points you use to determine what kind of programs to offer academically? Absolutely. One of the things we always want to do when we uh, think about a new program, we're a business, not unlike Apple or, you know, Intercom, and we're trying to figure out how do we create relevance? How do we stay relevant to the marketplace? So we look at jobs databases to see what are the newer jobs that are coming out, not so much 
for the technical stuff, but how does that weave into what we have? And so we always think of the idea of curriculum as laddering. So maybe a student would start with an associate's degree that would lead into a bachelor's degree, that would lead into a graduate degree, because as their life changes, what they'll be interested in will also change. Now, the economics and demographics play a big part in how the college gets ready. With declining high school enrollments, traditional undergraduate programs are always going to be trying to slice up a smaller pie. At the post-traditional level, for students who didn't get that college degree right after high school or for students who want a graduate degree, you've got to realize that that market expands every year. Every May, when all the schools have an undergraduate commencement, they're creating potential graduate students. So the schools that have robust graduate programs and robust online programs and flexibility within day, night, weekend, ground online, like Medi College, we see that as positioning ourselves to be really responsive and sort of have this win-win. So we'll obviously win because we'll be able to attract and retain and graduate students, but they'll be able to win because they'll be able to navigate to graduation in a schedule and at a pace that works for them. And to try to to tie a couple things together here, uh, my experience was the same, the, uh, the liberal arts mm-hmm. portion of my secondary education. And are you more interested in the students that attend Madai getting that concept down or just using Madai as a way to go about getting a job based on what they learn at school? Um, my favorite word is and, not or. And so we, we definitely need to prepare students for their, for their first career. And I'm going to emphasize that again, their first career, because this generation, these students who graduate, the traditional undergraduate students who are graduating these days, will have three to four different careers over the course of their life. Not jobs, different careers. And so they're going to really need to know how to adjust. And so the and behind this is communication is critical knowing how to write, knowing how to speak, knowing how to get your point across, knowing how to make a pitch, you know, watching Shark Tank or something like that. The idea is we're always in need of making a compelling argument, whatever it is. Critical thinking, analytical thinking, technology skills are not just knowing how to run a machine, but how do you decipher through the piles of information what's valid and what's rumor, what's opinion, what's fact. And so these skills are the ones that are transferable across all professions. Okay? But in some ways, it goes back to where we had our rhyme 50, 75 years ago of reading, writing, and arithmetic. The core elements have to be super strong. From there, you have a base to be in business, to go to medical school, to go to law school, to do whatever you want. If you can't communicate, if you can't figure out if you're making money or losing money, you're, you're, you're not going to have a long, you know, happy career um, that you get to drive. What about the future for Madai College? Uh, do you have a quote-unquote vision for where you want it to be or things that you need to do at the college or, or things that you need to create as far as opportunities in education for the individuals that go there? What we see at Madai is an amazing future, um, sort of bucking the trends over the last three and a half, four years since I've been there. Our enrollments have been going up. Uh, we fought our way through the Excelsior Scholarship at the undergraduate level. Our freshman classes continue to get bigger and bigger. We continue to provide more relevance, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to impress on the faculty and the staff the idea of collective responsibility 
and singular accountability. Everybody's responsible for growing enrollment. Now there's somebody who's gonna go visit a high school. That's singular accountability. But when it comes to growing the enrollment, being relevant, understanding how students, how we can help students retain, that's where everybody has to be collectively responsible. And so we have all kinds of ideas for how to grow the school from an academic point of view. Um, from a co-curricular point of view, one of our funnest newses is last Sunday we had our first game on our new home field at Buffalo Color Park um, in South Central Buffalo. We have a, a beautiful uh, soccer and lacrosse pitch that's ready to go, a 20,000 square foot field house with lockers and a weight room inside that'll be ready for this summer and ready for next year. We're trying to figure out the plans to develop the rest of the 10 acres for baseball, softball, tennis. We're looking at other partners around the community, though, who are interested in buying into this project and getting themselves a home feel as well. So we're talking, we're trying to be innovative from a business point of view. How can we monetize that particular asset for the benefit of the students, for the benefit of all these other organizations? So we want everybody to be entrepreneurial. We want everybody to think about what will be relevant and how will we create relevance going forward? How do we create the experience? Again, we're a service business. How do we make sure that we are super good at faculty, staff, student interaction? How do we drive quality education? And how do we support students from all walks of life, from all socioeconomic backgrounds to graduation? And at the beginning, we talked about Madai Begins With Me, Madai as you begins mentioned, with the, me. the motto, mm -hmm. and uh, aptly enough, so does the web address, right? There it is. <laughs> Madai.edu. Madai.edu. So, Father Jean-Paul Madai, French name, so that's why everybody mispronounces it, similar to mine. Uh, but yeah, M-E-D-A-I-L-L-E dot E-D-U. I, I find that phonics helps with names, too. Yes, so. it does. Uh, Dr. Maker, very much appreciate the time, and uh, so glad much. to get the word out about Madai for Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, lads. Dr. Kenneth Maker, he's president of Medine College, and this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.